welcome to this Harmony and Health podcast about the summer solstice. My name is Julia Outlaw. I'm a member of the Harmony and Health team. And we are a multidisciplinary team um, who look at this concept of harmony and being in harmony with nature and how we can learn from ancient wisdom and also modern disciplines to develop our own health and well-being. And this podcast is really about an event that we're having on the 20th of June in the evening. It's a Sunday evening, the day before the summer solstice. And it's about celebrating the summer solstice. And I am joined today um, by four presenters for that event, four wonderful women. And I'll just ask them to introduce themselves. Anne. Hello, Julia and everybody. My name's Anne Wheeler Andenes. I live in Oslo, Norway, uh, but I'm English. I married a, I met somebody when I was a student at university and we met and I moved to Norway where I've been living for too many years to remember, but it's certainly well over 30 years, but I'm still very English as well. And I studied physical education, nursing, aromatherapist, reflexologist, and teach all those subjects. But my main passion is natural movement and how we move uh, intact with ourselves, our inner and outer, in harmony. <laughs> Basically, that's, uh, that's it, Julia. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Małgorzata Jabłońska. I uh, come from Poland and I am Polish, uh, living in Krakow. And uh, I am a theater researcher. Uh, actually, uh, and I am very interested, and this is my my uh, expertise. It's actors training, uh, but also I uh, ed- I was educated in um, cultural studies and uh, a little bit of uh, a- ancient cultural older cultures. So I will be here talking to you about Slavic traditions and connecting it with. Uh, hopefully with uh, actors' training. Hello, my name is Ruth Routledge and I am a Singing for Health practitioner and researcher. So I work with um, individuals and groups looking at how the body connects with the breath and the voice and the brain and is essentially a very holistic activity and also I'm conducting some research into the various different health benefits associated with singing. Um, So at the summer solstice event, I will be looking at that that real connection. And um, for me, the solstice is about connecting with ourselves, but also very much connecting with our environment, the wider universe, the planets, the solar system, um, and really experiencing that sense of connection in a very wide sense, but as well at a very deep and personal sense as well. So yeah, I'll be exploring the body, breath and voice and music together in that event. Great. Thank you, Tarell. Hi, I'm Charl. I'm a nutritional scientist and functional medicine practitioner. Um, I'm British, but Indian. Um, and I really have trying to understand kind of how all the 
various types of medicine, whether it's a Western or Eastern kind of fit together. I originally went to medical school to be an oncologist and realized somewhere along the training that that was not for me. So I really started to understand when my mom had breast cancer, why nutrition and lifestyle might be so important for us to not only just heal and recover, but also for prevention of disease and to manage all these things. So for me, this is why work like this is so important and living in harmony with not just our environment, but what we eat, what we do, how we sleep, how we behave, how we move. And with this particular workshop, I really want to explore kind of seasonal eating and how we adapt to eating with the seasons and the herbs and the food and the you know, vegetables and spices that we cook with. But also just to look at our circadian rhythms. The circadian rhythms are how the day and night and our kind of internal body clock works with our hormonal systems. And I want to share a little bit more about that and kind of hopefully cook us something delicious as well so people can recreate that at home. Amazing. So yes, Tora is a fantastic cook as well as um, being so knowledgeable about food and nutrition and medicine. Um, so we've got a treat there. I'll say a little bit about our work with being in harmony with the seasons. Um, some of you may have been at our event in December, which was about the winter solstice um, and how perhaps we used to be more in touch with the seasons. We had to be really in terms of the food that could be produced, how we couldn't travel or um, work late into the night and how it affected our health um, and the kind of traditions that grew up from that, that were very natural in, in line with the seasons and in line with nature. And in the winter solstice, we talked about the coming of the light um, and the various traditions across the world, really, which fascinating. And the summer solstice is obviously the longest day. Um, and as we move into winter, and I know that in different countries, there's very different ways of celebrating this solstice. I'm not sure here how much we actively celebrate it and whether it's got a bit of a stigma of some people do something at Stonehenge or maybe we just enjoy the long summer evening. Um, but there's there's ways that you can embrace it and celebrate it. And I think it's an important point in the turning point in the year in terms of natural rhythms. Um, so we've already heard a little bit about what this event will hold um, with these wonderful presenters. Um, but perhaps some of you would like to say a little bit more about the solstice or, or what you'll be doing at the event. Anne? Yes, well, what I'd like to do with you all on the 20th is to uh, invite you to the most uh, amazing season up here for the Northern people, which is midsummer, summer solstice, uh, or as they call it in Norway, Santans or Jonsok, which is actually after um, the um, Reformation was um, christened to Jonsok and Santans often after um, John the Baptist's birthday. But it is, of course, originally a pagan midsummer celebration. And up here in the north, it is um, a means of survival. The winter solstice, the winter, the midwinter is also extremely important festival-wise and celebration-wise, and still to this day, as is the most, the second and equally important festival season is midsummer, which we are now gearing up for. And it is nowhere, night and day really blend into one. There is not much difference. It is full of superstition, folklore, um, dance, music, art, uh, and growth, fertility, romance, 
you name it, it's in there. And it is in a celebration of what has arrived uh, and what we have following the spring, which is very, very short here. Everything has to grow in just a few weeks, explode. So we are so thankful when we get to midsummer to see how the spring has been. So we do have food on our table until the dark comes quickly around again um, during the early autumn. It is soon upon us again. So we literally make hay whilst the sun shines up here. And really, this is what I look forward to um, inviting you to join me with on the 20th. Perfect, thank you, Anne. Margazata, I know you're also talking about dance and fertility and various things. Tell us what's in store. Uh, yes, uh, actually, uh, Sobutka, as we call it in, in Poland, or Nockupały, uh, is uh, after uh, named after uh, one of the Slavic uh, deities. Uh, is also was and is one of the most important uh, pagan rites, and it is actually still very much celebrated. Uh, within uh, like uh, neighborhoods but also in the cities for example Krakow is uh, celebrating um, this night uh, by a great festivity named Vianki because it's connected with um, tradition that young uh, girls um, created uh, rats and put them to the river, so the river took them, and they usually had a, a little light. And down the river, there were young uh, young guys waiting for those rats to, to pick them up. And whoever uh, picked uh, the right one, or the, the whosoever uh, he picked, uh, that this couple could uh, spend this night together, or they actually went to the forest to look for the special flower the fern flower um that bloom only this this one night and they could spend this this night looking for this flower no one would say anything uh you know uh, socially it, it wasn't socially awkward it wasn't forbidden so they could spend this night together but i will be uh diving into into those stories um because also they of course have uh, have roots in um, rites and activities that were held in this very warm, very, uh, very long day, and I will be uh, looking into because it has uh, it is very much about fun this this celebration very much about uh, youth, but also it has its feminine uh, feminine side and and it was very important for females of course to keep their youth, and they had some very important uh, things to do to keep their youth and beauty, and I will be looking into it with some uh, exercises. Uh, of the muscles that we use every day and we totally forget that we have them so the muscles of our face and i will be looking into it and hopefully propose to you some fun and then having fun with it because right ruth um i know we're going to do some um singing then yes yeah we will definitely be doing some singing and also some rhythm work um which i think is is a really um it's a very primitive part of um 
primitive part of humanity, really, and in evolutionary terms. Um, I was I was going to say I, I'm actually from the West Country. I'm from quite near Stonehenge, so I always, although I'm not a sort of practicing pagan <laughs> or anything like that, I do always um, love the the connection with our past. That you know, it really signifies to me and with our very very early past um our early ancestors and really thinking about how how we have evolved but also how we do connect with our planet um and celebrate that and celebrate our humanity in harmony with each other and with our planet um so yeah we'll be thinking about that with our rhythm work and with some great singing we'll do a lovely song fabulous thank you ruth and finally tara so for me, I actually come from <clears throat> families and ancestors that have not lived in countries where the light gets later and you know darker in the winter. So my parents lived in Africa, so it was near the equator, and it was pretty much the same all year round. And my grandparents, you know, grew up in India. So it's it's my generation that's really kind of understanding um, what it's like to have daylight for longer and daylight for less time and I've only got really personally interested in this as I'm starting to understand our link between our own health and our planetary health and how we treat earth and I've become much more spiritual and and kind of understanding that so I really want to share a little bit about that but also from I'm going to be a little bit more intellectual than everybody else in the way that for me it's really kind of explain the science we eat in a different way in the winter than we do in the summer so in the summer we're more likely to have hydrating foods like cucumber and watermelon lots of leaves and all of those provide nutrition for what we need now whereas in the winter we might be eating foods like roots and kind of tubers and all those sorts of things um that we might then a lot kind of lots of onions and garlic and you know to fight off kind of winter viruses so this is really what i wanted to share a little bit more about and kind of how we don't need to be cooking necessarily um for the whole time frame while we're in the summer we can prepare food and eat lighter food and just really enjoy this season of abundance really because I think we have the most amazing produce in the summer and we can really nourish ourselves with it wonderful thank you so much so a really varied evening coming up on the 20th of June it's at 8 p.m GMT um, for an hour and a half and a lovely way to ease into the solstice which is the next day um, with a trip to the northern sunny climes um, some traditions from Poland some singing Um, It'll be very interactive and relaxed and some wonderful um, recipes and tips at the end. So hope you can join us. Um, Everyone welcome and hope to see you there. Thanks so much for joining me, all of you. Mm